You're listening to Two Brains, the podcast. This brain is Marlon. This brain is Liv. So for the podcast, we're going to be doing a more loosey-goosey formula. Indeed, yes. And just kind of discussions. So we're just going to have a, have a chat. Have a chat. About different topics. Yes, yes. So today we're going to do um, about rappers who are influential. Yeah. Uh, what goes into being an influential rapper. Who is influential. Who is influential. What the difference is between, between being a great rapper and being an influential rapper. If there is a difference. And vice versa. Um, yeah. Just a... Yeah. I think it's a pretty important topic. Mm. Especially yes. nowadays when people always talk about doing it for the culture. I think that right. implies some level of influence. Right. Yeah. So we should probably start with what actually makes mm. an artist or a rapper specifically, what mm. makes them influential? What do you think yeah. makes someone influential? So me personally, I think um, originality is probably the key because I don't think you can be influential without being completely original. Yeah. Um, or at least somewhat original. Um, and I think it's the sort of thing that you can see in hindsight way more than you can at the current moment. So we can see now who was, who's influential, but just simply because of who's now replicating the style yeah. and who's now clearly influenced by that rapper. So it's much easier to tell in hindsight. I would agree with that. But I think the the one thing with originality is that the longer like the medium of rap goes on, mm. the harder it is to be complete because you you're always going to take influence from the people that you've been listening to. Yeah. So. The further down you get, the more influences you're taking on. So I think when you get, I don't know, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, it's going to be even harder to be considered influential than maybe 10 or 20 years ago. Because 10, 20 years ago, people were doing these things for the first time. Yeah. And now basically everything's been done. Or what what we think everything's been done. But I think it is harder for new I think there's always still room to explore, though. Yeah. I think there's definitely times where artists bring out an album and we think, oh, that's uh, different. But, but I think that's always a good thing. But can, So do you not think that you can be influential while still like following the tropes or the cliches of, of rap? Do you think you can do that? I mean, I think just feel like there has to be one thing. So even if it's just your voice or even if it's just the lyrics or just the beats that you work with yeah. like there has to be one thing i think that's completely original so you don't need everything happening at the same time yeah so i kind of feel like people the artists that are influential are influential in kind of basically like one area you think so kind of yeah see, i see i think i think taking that approach is just focusing on like their output and their and like their musical output but right. not the other side, which because rap is a lot about image as well, so there right. are there are people who are very very influential because of a combination of oh my voice broke <laughs> because of the combination of like their talent and their output, but also how they presented themselves mm. in the public. Sure, I would argue though that that's not as important an influence. I think I think it I think it's I think it's not as important, but I do think it is very important. Okay, I think okay. it's I think it's harder to to be very influential without having that, like something about your public persona as well, or lack thereof, that makes you either outgoing or enigmatic or Mm. something. Right. Because if you're in the public or you're doing press and you're just, again, following the rules and conventions of everyone who's done it before you, Mm -hmm. you might not stand out as much, even if your talent is there. 
Right. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. So, okay, so what do you think is the difference between being, like, a great artist and being, like, an influential artist? Uh, again, like you said, it's it's hindsight. Like, we, mm-hmm. we don't know who's influential until the time has passed and then we look back and we say, oh yeah, that person was really influential mm. because of what's come now. I do feel like that you can get inklings of who's going to be influential though just from who's doing going in a different direction to everyone else. But see, this is, like again, that there are some artists who unfortunately they, they are very cutting edge mm. and they do things that are very out of the, out of the ordinary mm. but they don't get that recognition Right. And therefore, they're not necessarily that influential, even if like... So you have to be great in order to be influential, you think? I would say no, no. I don't oh. think you have to be great to be influential. You have to be good to be influential. No. Uh, mo- more often than not, yes. Okay, okay. I would say that. Mm-hmm. But there, there are people who, who do have both, who have the talent and the skill, and they also have like that public persona, but they just mm-hmm. don't... Like they've they they've got like a very very cult like fan base, and yeah. that like appeal doesn't extend outside of that fan base. Mm. Yeah, which happens to some artists. Yeah. So I think it's also a common. It's also timing. Mm. I think as well. I think timing right. is an underrated yeah, aspect sure. of influence. Mm, for sure, I think definitely. Um, like combining genres is something that can be very influential. Yeah. I think. Um, like like someone like. Uh, to be honest, I don't know who did it first, but whoever com- started combining like emo with rap, yeah, whoever did that, I don't know if it was like Uzi or people or someone uh, way before. I don't know. I think I think it started quite a long time before that. Like it was like someone like Kanye, like when he brought out and Heartbreak, it was that rappy. Sing- okay, but I don't think Kanye started that. No, but see, like there's some things that lay the foundations for things to come. So being very, very sad and emotional in like a hip hop context. I'm not talking about being emotional though. I'm talking about the genre of emo music. Yeah, but emo is emotional. No, but that's not the point I'm making. The point I'm making is blending up the genres. Yeah, that's... The genre of emo music is very specific. It's not just emotional. It's a very specific sound. Talking about the sound. So you don't think it it might have stemmed from like you know how like in the early mid two thousands there was like the whole like new metal craze, like what? Like like Linkin Park and places like that because there like there's a lot of rappers who come out now who are mm. very influenced by that sound. Sure. Where they were taking a lot of mm. influences from like pop punk and, and stuff. Yeah, so it's that like influence from an entirely different genre that seeped into hip hop. I get what you mean. That's like a that sort of stuff laying the foundations but I think it took someone literally gonna go I like emo music I like rap music I'm gonna do combine them together like that's a specific thing which probably stemmed from that but them actually going out and doing that I think maybe see I would disagree in saying it was it's like one person do I think it's I think that sound was something like that was a gradual thing hmm. I don't think it just like appeared out out of nowhere I think it was like creeping more and more and more until you heard like a complete blend of the two. That's what I would oh, say. Oh, but I see if for that sort of claim, I'd want to see the receipts and I'd want to see the timeline of what your specific examples. I mean, you know, you can you can work backwards. So if you like talk about artists like Uzi or Juice World or Little Peep, people mm-hmm. like that, like even I don't know five, six, seven years ago, there were people like like Lil B, who again was doing that, but maybe not to the extent. That we see now, right, but you yeah. you could hear like 
that's you know that's not something that we're used to right it's combining this very unhip hop sound mm-hmm. in a hip hop context yeah so i think someone like like mm-hmm. lil b in that specific context yeah may have like helped progress that sound in hip hop mm. okay i definitely see what you're saying but i was just using that as an example oh, just as an like example, blending yeah. genres is yeah. a, a way of yeah that's true yeah i think blending like it can work both ways like it could be violently terrible <laughs> like we've heard it i'm not going to name names but like people have attempted to blend genres that just don't fucking work yeah it don't yeah, work for sure so i think it's it like more often than not it has to be like a gradual thing mm. like because if it's not it's like a shock to the system for fans that right, like, yeah, are not yeah. expecting it at all but like did not didn't um Lil Nas X do that with country and rap yeah, but see, he definitely is... brought it to the forefront. See, he brought it to the forefront. But then, but... have you seen anyone else do that since? I've seen people do it before. Yes, but he definitely brought it out. He brought it out there, yeah, but there yeah. were people like what's his name, Lil Tracy and Young Thug. Young right. Young yeah, Thug yeah, yeah. was doing it even to a greater extent than Lil Nas X. Oh right, okay. But okay. then Lil Nas X like made it fully pop and fully, mm, fully accessible. Commercial, yeah. 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 But, I mean, we haven't seen the repercussions of that really. No, it's because not it's like a very new thing. Everywhere, yeah, though. it's a very new thing. So we'll right. have to wait until twenty thirty to see yeah, yeah, yeah. how influential that sound was. So who do you think are like in your head? Mm. Because obviously we have very different yeah. perspectives on on the genre of rap. Like from from your understanding, who would you mm. consider to be someone who's like extremely influential, yeah. like historically? See, like, I can't speak, because I'm a reasonably recent hip-hop fan, yeah. and I still, I mean, I've started delving back into kind of more the classic yeah. stuff, but I haven't fully yet. Like, obviously, it's so vast, it's going to take me forever. So, like, I can speak on who I think of kind of recent years, who I think has yeah. been really influential, but I can't really speak about, you know, guys from the 90s yeah. and from the early noughties and stuff like that. But if you, if you had like if you you've heard these names mm. floating about that people consider to be oh he influenced so and so so and so, so I, from, I think from... I genuinely think that one of the most influential kind of contemporary rappers is Lil Wayne. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I think he's like one of the top who's been influential. Because even though he may not be the most successful himself... I mean, he's one of the most successful. I mean, yeah, 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 but he's not the most. But I just feel like his sound has translated down so many avenues, which have then... I would agree with that. Yeah. Because there are like people like, not just because of the namesake, but people like Lil Uzi, mm-hmm. who've adapted some of his mannerisms yeah. and some of his... like Even the emo stuff, probably yeah. a lot of it comes from Wayne. Yeah, and he again, he's someone who experimented with smashing genres together. Yeah. And some of it didn't work. Oh, yeah. Some of it yeah. failed violently. But he was just giving it a go. He was giving yeah. it a go, which is, you know... But then, yeah, Lil Wayne can influence someone like Uzi, but mm. also someone like Kendrick, who you would see mm. as yeah. very, very different very artists. Different. Yeah, exactly. But they, like, you can hear... Wayne mm. in both of them. Yeah. So in different that, ways. that might be another marker of someone who's truly influential is that mm. they can influence wildly different sounds. Yes, exactly. Because I think the probably the most influential rapper right now is Young Thug. Yeah. But then when I think about it, I'm like, well, Thug probably is influenced by Wayne. That most definitely. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think a lot of it stems from him. Plus, he's been doing it for so long now. 20 years, right? Yeah, 20 exactly, years. exactly. So we've already seen yeah. the repercussions already. I would say, I mean, so like as someone who 
has been listening to hip hop basically all my life. Yeah. Like, again, I I know there's a, a bit of bias that comes into this, but I do think Kanye is mm. one of the most influential, not just rappers, but like musicians of the last right. twenty years. Yeah. And again, he like Wayne, he's influenced people in so many mm. different lanes. Right. Because yeah. he's so you had like the spawning of, of like Drake and Kid mm. Cudi, right. who were being very, very melancholic in their music. Yeah. And you can hear Kanye in them, but then you have someone like Tyler who's right, yeah. using like the unconventional samples and the eccentricity mm. of Kanye. Right. So they're like Drake and Tyler are very, very different artists. Yeah. But they both stem from from that class. Mm, yeah, no, I would agree that I th- I do think Kanye's influential, but I don't see him as being influential as someone like Wayne. But I'm looking. I think I'm looking at a different aspect. I'm looking yeah. at the influence of sound rather than of yeah. subject. Maybe basically. yeah, because I mean, in terms of subject matter, Kanye kind of like I don't say he started it, but he popularized like be it's it's okay not to have been a drug dealer. Mm, like it's okay right, yeah, to have yeah. just been like a relatively normal mm. kid. Maybe opened up, he up op- for more people. To yeah, he else. opened up. He basically opened up the Pandora's box of what is considered alternative hip hop. So people who aren't rapping about the traditional mm. like gangster lifestyle right, or yeah, pushing yeah. drugs mm-hmm. because that's just not him. Right. So someone like Drake who can come along and rap about being in Degrassi is considered acceptable. And being sad. And being sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Or rapping about any being satirical. Mm-hmm. Like again, these things existed before Kanye, but yeah. I think he he made it that it was very very commercially viable. Mm. And do you think uh, Kanye was influential in his entre- entre- entrepreneurship? See, in terms of entrepreneurship, I think. Or do you think that was like Dre? He's probably. Seen. I I I think it would be in terms of like being like a businessman. Yeah. It would be the Dr. Dre's, the P Diddy's, right. Jay Z, the Master P's, people like that. Right, those okay. like who are basically now primarily businessmen, and then like, right. their hip hop careers kind of. So I think Kanye definitely was influential in the like marrying um, music and fashion. Yeah. So someone like Young Thug comes up with a with a line, and then obviously Tyler's got gold. And, yeah. You know all of that. I think if we're talking maybe about if we're talking about like traditional hip hop and what's considered traditional hip hop, mm. then of course you can't look past like Tupac and mm-hmm. Biggie. And I think. What's like astounding about them is that they were so young when they when they passed away. They were yeah. in their what mid twenties, right? And people still to this day, mm. like, yeah, pack a biggie, pack a biggie. I, I maybe this is controversial to say. I don't know, but I feel like part of their influentiality came from their deaths. Do you know what I mean? I mean, like it, it's definitely a part of it mm. because obviously at the time there was the whole hype around like the East Coast West Coast like rivalry mm. and that kind of signaled the end of a chapter in hip hop. Right. The end of this like this supposedly violent rivalry. Right. So I think that does play into their kind of legend status. Right. But it's that it, again, like I said, it's timing. It's that like cultural moment mixed with the talent that mm. makes them influential. Right. Because yeah. I think if they had the exact same talent and they were around 10 years later, mm. people would still love them, but I don't think they would be revered as these, like, these are the pinnacle mm. of the art form. Right, yeah. Um, so I don't know. So obviously, like, in our heads, the greatest is Kendrick. Yes. But, like, I feel like he's more subtly influential 
In what in what way? There's like like Wayne is overtly influential, yeah. whereas I feel like Kendrick is more subtly. In, in what in what, what way I mean? do you think he's subtly? Because I think I think he's influential in that he, I I feel like he has influenced other artists to be better. Yeah. I think um, he inspires other artists to do better and to be more kind of uh, what's the word like like think more about what they're putting out yeah. and do more conscientious stuff um but in terms of like the sound and stuff i wouldn't say that is the most influential um i would agree with that because like if we look at like to Pippa butterfly when it came out everyone's like oh my god this shit is amazing this mm. is amazing this is like one of the best rap albums ever made yeah but we're five years after that now and there hasn't like you know there this the sound of hip-hop hasn't been saturated with people doing freaking spoken word poetry and free jazz and mm. funk and all that stuff it, yeah. there's a lot of it but that's not what dominant sound is right like yeah by a long shot yeah so in that respect again you can be great without being the most influential right and yeah i think even someone like kendrick would recognize that himself and yeah. that's why that sound was that era now he's on to some new shit because Kendrick himself, he re- he is so the reason he's so commercially successful as well mm. as amazing is that he recognizes what's like what the zeitgeist is, ist? what the zeitgeist is, and at the moment right. it's it's that loud booming like trap sound. Right. And yeah. see, when Dan came out, it was much more of that. Not because he's chasing trends, but mm. because he's amalgamating these different these different styles. Right. And that's someone who's. Who I think is forward thinking, mm. not necessarily that they're completely original because the sounds on Dam aren't completely original, right? But it's progressing it into something else, mm. right? Which I think yeah. contributes to how influential you are. Mm. Sure. So, and someone else who I feel like has been very influential for now is Migos. Yeah. So that whole the the humana, humana, the triplet flow, the triplet flow, yeah. did. They start that, or was that before? I mean, that see, this is the thing. That's that's something that's like done like a like a full three sixty, right? Because back in like the mid to late nineties, you heard a few people do. You heard like Bone Thugs and Harmony, right, doing that very very fast triplet staccato mm, flow, yeah. And then it kind of faded away, but people were doing it, but right. it wasn't the most popular thing yeah, by any yeah. means. Maybe until the Migos and the Futures came along, right? Yeah. I do feel the kind of like that with their their kind of influence was quite short lived. Who Migos? Yeah, because I feel like then everyone started doing that thing. It became saturated. But then I kind of feel like they've left it, left that now. You know what I mean? Even Migos seem to have left that. I mean, this is the thing with Migos. Yeah. I think personally, I think Offset and Takeoff have left that and they've moved on. And I think Quavo is stuck. <laughs> That's no like genuine. I think he's stuck in that sound. As much no. as I enjoy a lot of Quavo's music, I yeah. don't think he's as diverse as as the other two. Right. I think he's stuck in 2016. Okay, there's no need to be mean No, I'm not being mean. No, I, I, again, I enjoy <laughs> Quavo's music. When I hear a Quavo yeah, feature, yeah. I'm like, oh shit, it's nice to hear Quavo. Yeah. But, you know, some people get stuck in the sounds. Yeah. I mean, I'll be interested to see what they do on Culture 3 anyway. It has to be good, doesn't it? It will well, definitely be better than off. Culture 2. Yeah. Um, so how like I'm interested to know how you how influential you feel Travis is because I don't know how influential he is. So I think Travis Scott is one of those people who 
that they're open in how influenced they are by some like by other people. So right. his sound is so influenced by Kid Cudi, Kanye, yeah. T Pain, right. yeah. shit. Yeah. So because his sound is basically like those artists mm. smashed together. I do feel like he's taken it down a route though where it's like it's much more melodic, it's much more kind of that obviously working with Mike Dean and everything, yeah. he they've kind of created this sound. I think what I think what Travis has done different to other people or his peers mm. who do that similar kind of sound is that he's taken it more down like a more psychedelic route. Oh yeah. So yeah. it's very what you might consider like progressive. Mm. Right. It's it, like his music is very very like mm. fluid and doesn't really stay in the same place. I, I do feel like he might be one where we can pinpoint him and say he's going to be influential right now, but I don't think we're really seeing that. At the moment, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if we come back in ten years and yeah. have a look at how influential he was, yeah, I think I think I think we'll look back on like how because I think Travis at the moment is like insanely big. Like mm. from the last two to three years, I think if he keeps his consistency up, he can be like one of the biggest rappers in the world for like ten years. Mm. I think we're gonna look back on Travis and see him as kind of like an anomaly. Do you think? I do think because he's like again, he's making this like auto-tune track crooning thing that's very mm. popular but he's doing it in a very very unconventional way right. in comparison to the other people who are doing it mm. so i think people will look back and be like do you know what? it's actually quite surprising that travis was as successful as he was making the music he was that's what i think not necessarily mm. that he won't be influential but i think people will look back and be like he was like at the time he was doing something quite different mm. and but I feel like in those cases where people were doing things that were different, they turned out to be very influential. Like, can you think of anyone back in the, I don't know, late 90s, early 90s, who yeah. was doing something, you would like look back on and say, ah, they were doing something really different, but you haven't seen any influence after? Um, Maybe not that far back, but I, I do think there are artists who have been doing things differently that aren't particularly influential. Or maybe not to a wide, no, maybe not to a wide extent. Hmm. Like you can be influential in like specific niches. So right. someone like MF Doom hmm. is very influential. Obviously right. influenced by like Wu Tang and stuff, hmm, but yeah. he is extremely influential. But in a very very specific kind of hip hop, like it's very right. very left field. It's murky. Like hmm. people like Earl are very very influenced by him, hmm. but. I wouldn't go out and say MF Doom is one of the most influential rappers of all time. Right. Even though he is very influential. Yeah. It's because it's it's like quite contained in like a cult like mm. manner. Right. Yeah. That's what you mean. I think um by things like groups as well, like I think Odd Future was uh pretty influential. I think yeah. without Odd Future we wouldn't have like Brockhampton. Oh no, definitely like not. Definitely not. Uh, the whole idea of like banding together some yeah. misfits yeah. to just like do some kooky yeah. shit. But again, so like, it's, I'm glad you brought up our future again because what a lot of people do is they like they project influence or like you taking influences from someone else because of like a circle level commonality. So I remember when when Odd Future first like became big, like they came became big when I was like 14, 15. So I was like the perfect target audience. Right. Yeah. And then everyone was like, oh, it's just like Wu Tang. There's like hella people and they're rapping. It's like mm. it's like Wu Tang. And even back then, like, I didn't know that much about Wu-Tang, but, like, mm. I knew some stuff. And yeah. I was like, they're, they're like, nothing Linear. like Wu-Tang. Like, they're very different. 
they operate very, very different yeah, spaces. Yeah. So I think people can look at someone who's doing one thing mm. and be like, oh, you must be influenced by that because there's this one common trait. Right. And like people in the future come out themselves and be like, look, we're not like Wu-Tang. Yeah, like, yeah. We're not like Wu-Tang. That's yeah. you projecting right. what you fuck with. Yeah, because Wu-Tang like was like a gang thing, wasn't it? Whereas our future's not, not like that at all. I mean, the only common thing between them is that there was a lot of people making music together. It's the only right, thing. subject yeah. matter aesthetically, and then they also did their solo shit as yeah. well. As, yeah, yeah, that's the only two commonalities. Right, but apart from that, there's mm. no common. So I think that's the danger with when we say someone is influenced by someone because mm. sometimes it can be just like a surface level right thing. Okay, very, yeah, yeah. In terms of groups, I mean, um, obviously, like Outcast, very influential, extremely the greatest. Again, without. On the greatest the greatest yeah on, yeah without andre is that like do you think young thug would have wore a dress on his album cover without andre 2000 existing i don't think so hmm because I, I, I remember also on the first song on or well, the second song on equipment return of the g he's like it's like a response to all the people who were like questioning why he was going so left field he stopped rapping about the gangster shit he was talking about like philosophy and time right. traveling and shit yeah and after in the song he addresses those criticism and he's like People are saying, is he on coke? Is he gay? Like, what, what's going right. on? We don't understand it. <laughs> right, it's yeah. And the same thing happened with Young Thug. People mm. are like, is Young Thug gay? I'm like, wearing a dress and your sexuality has nothing to do with each other. Yeah. So a... I, don't, I don't think... He really, like, did well with that, though, because he didn't give a shit when people were calling him gay. Like, exactly. Like, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. Again, that's one thing where they've been... Like, their sounds are very, very different, but mm. the public persona... Right, I get what you mean. Yeah. yeah. They're both very eccentric and they mm. do pretty much whatever the hell they want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do love Young Thug a lot. I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> but I do think he's very influential in a lot of different ways, yeah. which I think sets him apart a little bit from others. But like, you listen to the new rappers coming up now, mm -hmm. and I get a lot of in a lot of trouble on this channel for saying that everyone sounds like Young Thug, but I genuinely do hear the influence everywhere. Yeah, he's, he's very influential. Yeah. But obviously there's... You know, there's a difference. Some artists are just derivative and some artists like take influence and put their own spin on it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Won't name names, but mm. it happens with pretty much anything. Yeah. So how influential do you think artists outside of hip-hop were? Like people like Stevie Wonder oh. and like, I don't know, like Ray Charles or, you know, you take people from outside yeah. of hip-hop back in the day. Yeah. I think they were pretty No, they're infinitely influential yeah. because the whole, like, the inception of hip-hop is taking these sounds from other things mm. and making it into something new. Right, sure. So, like, the first idea of sampling was, like, taking these drum breaks mm. from, like, funk and soul yeah. and then rapping over that. Mm. And then, obviously, the idea of sampling, it's from mm. every genre under the sun. Right. So, the, the very nature of hip-hop is being influenced by other sounds and mm. making something new. Right, yeah. So, who do you think has been very influential, but has been rubbish. Hmm. When I say rubbish, is that a British thing? They're then not very shit. good. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. not to my not to my taste, or I mean. Well, know. no, no. People you think are not good, but they've been influential. Just in the realm of hip hop. Hmm. Hmm. That's an interesting. That's a very interesting question. I can't. I, not off the top of my head. Hmm. Because the I don't know because being in, like being influential means a lot of people look up to those people as mm. having some sort of quality. 
Um, I have one, but I know it's controversial. Just say it, and I'll it's argue. And I'll you'll, say you'll why you're argue. wrong. You'll argue. Yeah, with me. I'll argue. I'm gonna say Drake. That's just, see? that's just see? see the thing with nah see again Drake is someone who's very influenced by other people but I mm. think I think he's inf- I think he's influential in like in his sound because like he again he's by no means the first person to do the singy rappy like mm. wavy shit like Max B mm. like that's not he didn't start that yeah but he made it insanely popular there's a reason why he's the biggest rapper in the world for the past 10 years like mm. not even it's not even close yeah um, but I think he's influential in, like, if you look at, like, he's got a bar where he talks about, like, I lead, I lead the league in scoring, but look at my assists. And all the right. people that, like, he's helped their career, mm. or in some way, like, shone a light on them, they've got on to be massively successful. Right. Yeah. So, like, in, like in the, the artist I think of that I would not have heard of if it wasn't for Drake, mm. I think makes him influential. So I Excellent. never would have heard of The Weeknd if it wasn't for Drake. I never Are you w- sure about that? Yeah. I feel like the weekend would have come in. No, he would have, but I'm saying like everyone needs that little like that little mm-hmm. bump to get where you're going quicker. Mm-hmm. I never would have heard of the weekend. I never would have heard of Kendrick. Really? When I was fourteen and I downloaded Take Care and Kendrick was on Buried Alive. That's so, how, that's how you discovered it. Yeah, so that was what, twenty eleven. So it was oh. the year section eighty dropped, but the first right. time I heard Kendrick's voice was on Buried Alive. Oh. And I was like, who the, is this guy? Because yeah, he's going ham. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. Oh, it's Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> Never would have heard of bloody 21 Savage, Lil Baby, all of these people. Okay. Block, some of them don't work. Block by JB's, his relevance is gone. But look at Lil Baby. He's got like one of the biggest selling albums of the year. Yeah, see, Lil Baby, I don't really understand the hype at all. I mean, I, you know, I, I fuck with some of his stuff. I don't fuck with any of it. No, really. he's got some. He's got some fire. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I didn't. I wasn't a fan of the album, but yeah. But yeah, like, again, so so many people that I never would have heard of French Montana or DJ Khaled, maybe even Rick Ross. I wouldn't have heard of. Wow. Really? Yeah. When I was listening to, it I mean, I was, like, so 14. that's part of his thing, though, isn't it? So putting spotlight on artists, like yeah. he did that whole mixtape. Yeah. To spot like British yeah. like grime artists and stuff. Yeah, and obviously because we're because we're English, yeah. Like obviously we we know Sampha, we know Giggs, we know Skepta. Mm, right, right. But like someone like I don't know, like Georgia Smith. Mm. Never heard of her ever. And now look she's doing massive, massive things because mm. of that little not I'm not saying that she it's her success is just down to that because obviously no, you have to be talented. Give her a boost, but yeah. like giving getting that boost from someone like Drake is like something that can't mm. be understated so he's someone that taps he, he's like a, a master like genius in knowing what is going to trend sure that he that makes someone I'm not sure though that that has much longevity I mean it does because look how long he's been doing it and he's still know, the biggest like artist in the world like when you think of the, the songs that have done really well yeah like they've been everywhere for like a month and then they're no. nowhere I would, I would violently disagree with that. I still walk into like. So do you hear people going Kiki? Do you know? Me? I mean, sometimes, but like, I, like I know it's nowhere. But there's anymore. like, I I still go into like shops or like like I don't know like H and M or something, and I hear "Hold on, we're going home." I hear that. Who do you think is the most influential artist of all time in hip hop? In hip hop, mm-hmm. the most influential. Hmm, I would say Kanye West. You would say Kanye. I would say Kanye West. I think his influence is still felt today. I oh think, yeah, because he's still making music. 
I know, but I think his influence, <laughs> like what he what he was when he first broke out, this mm. like person who didn't fit any of the conventions of hip hop. Mm. If you look at how many different kind of characters we have in hip hop now, who are all very very majorly successful, mm. I don't think you'd have that diversity without someone like Kanye breaking that mold. But do you think it was him that was? Because you're saying basically that he introduced the idea that you can be an artist without having the stereotypical yeah. background, like of being a gangster or whatever yeah. it is. But he, I don't feel like he was the only one person to no, do that. No, that's what I say. He's not. He wasn't the first and only. He wasn't the first or the only by any means. But I'm saying he was the again timing. He he was the most successful at doing that because he combined doing that. So that you can you can do these like groundbreaking things in quotation marks, but your music has to be amazing as well mm. to combine the two to make it influential. Right. So there might have been people doing the same thing where they're not rapping about the traditional things, but the music just wasn't as good. Mm. Whereas right. like Kanye West, he hit the ground running with mm. his music, and then people look to how he got there and they're like, oh shit! Like if he can do that, I can do that. Mm. Okay. I think my um. When I think of it, I think we have different approaches to it because when I think of influential artists, I think of just like the fa- the the sound of it. Yeah, but I I think it's a whole package. Mm. It's a whole package because yeah. again, there's. So, I just think we have different approaches to it. There's so many amazing artists who are just not influential, and it's because they haven't had that combo of timing and doing something that's like wildly out of the norm. Okay. Or they haven't hit on like they haven't put their finger on that one thing that will make them influential. Not for a lack right. of talent or anything. Mm. So who do you who do you think now who's like come out in the last like couple of years mm. is who do you think will be looked at as being like the next batch of influential mm. like artists? Because someone like someone newer like Tyler, because mm. he's been around for so long, you already see that influence. You already right, see like yeah. people like Jaden and Kevin Abstract, people mm. like that. But like, who do you think is like just like starting out now? Starting out now. Because obviously, it's so hard to predict. It's so hard. To predict. We'll look back on this in ten years and we'll be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was right. No, we'll probably say we were no, no, wildly no. wrong. <laughs> um, I mean, like I said, I think Travis definitely will. We just haven't really seen the full repercussions of yeah. it yet. Um, I don't know I'm trying to think who's like doing some crazy shit because there's probably some stuff where we think like, whoa, that's really weird. But like, that's probably the stuff. See, what I think, yeah. personally, and also, again, at the moment, he doesn't have particularly have a lot of commercial success, but mm. I think someone like JPEG Mafia will be very influential. I think, the, because we live in like the streaming age now, mm. and how we consume music is very, very like eclectic, and we listen mm. to so many different things, and it's all like, like the press of a button. Right. I think his music reflects that, because it sounds like mm. everything happening at once. Right, sure. And I think, I think that approach, that like DIY approach... Mm. Is is going to catch on a lot, okay? Maybe because of him and because he's mm. willing to work with so many different people. Okay, I think yeah, someone like I shout. think JP Mafia might be mm. very influential. That's a good shout. Maybe uh, six four five AR. Six four five AR is he's he's not he's living in twenty forty. Maybe like Playboy Carti. No, but Playboy Carti he's so influenced by like other people. Then it's who else is doing that baby voice? Uzi. Is he? Yeah. But that bit, I mean, you know, 645AR is doing, he's gone further. <laughs> I, have you heard the, the Zach Fox uh, genius thing? 
He no. made a perfect comparison. He said, if Playboy Carti is the baby voice, 645AR is the moment of conception voice. <laughs> I think that's perfect. Hilarious. I do feel like I am going to keep my eye on Playboy Carti, though, because I do yeah. feel like there could be something there. Because it's different. It's very different. Yeah. Like, it's it, it's one of those things where it's different. It, it, like, it sounds very contemporary and very, mm. very, like, traditional, but there's just something that's a bit... Mm. Like, it's just that one... He's not wildly different. He's just yeah, a bit yeah, yeah, yeah. different. I just think he's quite... Uh, how did he come up with that baby voice? Fuck knows. How did he think, like, I'm going to start rapping like this? It's just, I do, do think there's an element of bravery about it. Definitely. Like, you have to just be brave and just, like... Yeah. Do some weird shit because that's the stuff that's going to... Yeah, people will... Like someone like Danny Brown. Like, when he first yeah. did that... Check! Like, that kind of voice. People <laughs> yeah. were probably like, what the fuck? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, for sure. And bringing it back to JP Mafia... Mm. J.P. Matthew, no, Danny Brown was telling a story how one time he was opening for Charles Gambino. Right. And he was doing his set and everyone was fucking hating it, except for this one guy, you know, J.P. Matthew. And J.P. Matthew was like, that shit was fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it, it, again, it might not be like you appreciate it straight away. People might hate your shit. Yeah, definitely. And then with hindsight, yeah. people are like, that guy was doing something. Yeah, because you have to be brave enough to like... To be shit on. Yeah, to yeah. have people hate on you yeah, before definitely. they realise that it's good. Yeah. So um, I think a lot of people would be too scared. Like, they want people to like them from yeah. the off, so therefore they won't venture out into Yeah. That. I mean, you know, there's sometimes you're just restricted by your circumstances. So again, mm. when I'm, like, speaking about Kendrick, yeah. like, if you listen to, like, Section 80, Section 80 is more like to put a butterfly than Kukin Masi is, like, just aesthetically, because mm. there's a lot of jazz... There's a lot of strange spoken word kind of shit on Section 80. Right. But because when it came to Good Kid, Bad City, this is like big major label debut, it had, mm. it had to be a bit more commercial. Right. That's, yeah. And it's still amazing, but it had to be. And then he had the freedom to go out and do To Pimp a Butterfly. Right. So sometimes yeah. it's not necessarily that you're scared, but you're just constricted by your, mm. by your circumstance. Like Frank was when he did Endless and then... Yeah. I mean, even Endless was... End, I think Endless is just as... What out there is as blonde? Yeah, it's just not as structured. I don't think. I mean, no. I mean, it's, I think it's, they've just got very different structures. Yeah, yeah. Like that fucking staircase. <laughs> <laughs> and someone else who I think is uh, Pop Smoke, but obviously there's not going to be lots of. If it's, it's, it's a difficult one because we literally have such a short, yeah, uh, small amount of music. Yeah. But I do feel like it's going to, we're like starting to see people be influenced by it now. Um, do you disagree with me? I, d- I don't know because I think, I think how, like the whole, like his, he had like a very, very specific take on drill, mm. but like drill has been such a massive thing for a number of years now. I think, I think the sounds that we're going to come to hear mm. will have been there with or without Pop Smoke. As well as, okay. as for as well as Pop Smoke was doing his own mm. thing in that sound, yeah. I think it was already so big. Maybe, maybe I think it's bigger think, than it I is think because you we're think in England. Because in England, it's so massive. But like only here, we're tiny. Like we're no, but, this tiny little island. Like, but this is the thing. Like that, the sound, like the English take on drill, yeah. was so influential that it led to Pop Smoke working with all these English guys yeah. and making his own sound out of that English sound. I get that, but like I don't like I don't think there's like people in rural Africa listening to drill or whatever. Whereas I think in like five years time because of someone like Pop Smoke and these people around him doing it, I think they will. 
and they were kind of like making it a bit more viable on a global scale. Hmm. I don't know because then like one other aspect of influence is like how far back do you go? So if you say right. Pop Smoke, but then you go to the producers he was working with and then like back to Chicago Drill, you can go back to Chief Keef if you want to. Mm-hmm. Like at what point does it start? Do you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Which is hard to, which is hard to mm-hmm. like decipher. Right. I think on the, on the flip side, like there are artists like who are just starting out now who I think are amazing mm-hmm. and who I think who won't be influential. Because sometimes, maybe sometimes they're a bit too out there, that that influence can't like fester. So too out there. Not too out there, but like in the context of the field they're operating in. So someone like Slowtai, who I love, I love his music, but he's operating in like when people think of an English rapper, mm. it's usually you must be a drill rapper or mm. you're, you're grime. Yeah, and that's what they classify you as, mm. and he's neither of those things. So I think in England, he's not as big as like the heady ones or the dames or the stormsies but i think because, that's why he's had so much success in america but see this like he's, he's i think that success in america is perceived by us because the people he works with are people that we happen to love as well so mm. in like the way we see him we like oh he's very successful because he's working with, with vince people, staples yeah, and yeah. denzel carry right, yeah, yeah. but he might i don't think he's that commercially known in america at all so i think okay. I think his influence may be limited by the fact that like he's he's too different from the English guys to be that influential in England because I still haven't heard any English rappers that sound like slow tie. Mm. Whereas in America, they're like it's hard enough for an English rapper to break America, mm. let alone if you're someone that sounds like. But do you think like someone like that is you're going to see his influence in like ten years time? Again, like, there's maybe gonna be people, there's going to be people growing up in Northampton. Who hear slow time and think, ah, oh, that that but, shit's hard. Like I could do that stuff. Like, blah, blah. I agree like, with and that. They, you know, but like, I, I feel like there's a bit more kind of. I think if that if that influence is going to be there, it'll be a niche. It'll be like someone like MF Doom, who where the influence is like very contained think? in one kind of sound, mm, and it, okay. it wouldn't like. I don't think it would be something that's very very commercially viable. Mm. I think it would okay. be someone that like really really fucks with that shit, or they just don't know who it is. Right. You okay. won't get like a casual slow tie listener. Like you don't mm. get casual MF Doom listeners. Either they really fuck with the shit or they don't know who they are. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I think really because we have the the time and the hindsight. Yeah. The people like I think most people will consider people from like the DMX and NWA and like yeah. people from way back. Yeah. They will be considered the most influential for. Yeah. A while. Yes, because we have that hindsight and yeah. they were there at basically the conception of what is considered right. like contemporary yeah, hip-hop. Exactly. I mean, when you think about it, because hip-hop's quite, it's quite a young genre, really, at least in its form that it's in now. Yeah. So the people who were there at the beginning, they're going to be considered the most influential because yeah. they've they, they freaking started yeah. the genre. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what's, inter- what's interesting about hip-hop is that, like, as opposed to other genres like and like soul or jazz or anything mm. we can literally go out and speak to people who were there basically when the genre blew up when it started yeah. like yeah. people who were born in the 60s and 70s mm. grew up listening to bloody sugar hill gang and mm. then nwa and rakim and all those people so yeah. they they have a very very unique perspective on it because right. we can't go back and speak to the people who were first listening to jazz right. like you don't really get people who grew up on Charlie Parker unless they're like very, very, very old. Mm, right. 
So I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think I don't know. Yeah, I feel like though those those artists will be considered the most influential for a while. For a while. But for yeah. me, I think Lil Wayne is the most influential yeah. right now. But again, again, it depends on you know. It depends on your age and perspective. So, yeah. like contextually, we can look at Tupac and Biggie and Andre Three Thousand and yeah. Eminem. We can look at those people and be like, okay, yeah, they're considered the greats mm. for these reasons. They are very influential. Mm. But then, hip hop's at a point where now you have people who are famous for being rappers mm. who were born after those people. So, like, remember when when Roddy Rich came out and said, like, I I grew up in '98. Mm. I was not listening to. Biggie or Tupac, right, yeah. why would I be, why would my sound be influenced by those people? Right, yeah. And that makes, I grew up listening to Future and Young Thug mm. and Drake. Right, yeah. So people coming up, you can't look down on them because they, because they weren't bored. It's like, yeah, exactly. And it's, like, it's like so young nowadays, like people were like born in 2000. Yeah, exactly. Like so rappers. it makes complete sense that they're influenced by people who were big in the last five to 10 years. Right. Like, yeah. it doesn't make sense. It's like if, I don't know, it's like if you're a singer and you were born in, I don't know, the 80s mm. and you grew up listening to Whitney Houston and Mariah right. Carey, you didn't grow up listening to Ella Fitzgerald. Right, yeah, exactly. Same thing. Yeah, yeah, sure. All right, cool. We want to continue this discussion with you guys. So in the comments below, who do you think are the most influential rappers? What do you think influences? Who's going to be? The most influential. because yeah, that's going to be, we're going to be placing our bets. We're gonna, yes. Uh, you know. This podcast is, this is going to still be there. Mm -hmm. So we can look back. So we can look back and yeah. see who, who was right and they get a ground Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Thanks for listening, guys. Make sure to like, subscribe and dong the bell. And we will see you next time. Bye.